Hello everyone and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I'm your host, Ellie Hope Herringshaw, and I'm so glad you're here today. On this podcast, we talk about active and practical ways that we step into healing because Jesus has already extended healing to us, and sometimes it's our job to step in and receive that for ourselves. We're in a series right now on now what, meaning what are those things that we do now that maybe that acute pain is done. Today, I'm going to be talking with my friend, Joy Horakova, who is a published author. She is a poet and just an incredible wordsmith. And we're talking about sharing our story. How do we share our story and do that well? She is obviously an expert on this because she has written a book on her marriage and her divorce. But she is not here to glorify divorce. She's here to glorify Jesus. So listen to this episode and please listen to the end. (laughs) Just about in the close to the end of this episode, she drops a major bomb to me and I freak the heck out and it's pretty funny. So don't drop this episode too soon because you're in for a treat at the very end. Enjoy this episode, guys. Be blessed. How are you, Joy? I'm so good, Ellie. How are you? You're back! Yay! (laughs) You're back and you were a published author. That's so weird to say. How do you feel? Oh, so good. I mean, just relieved. It's yeah. it's been, I mean, quote unquote season because my book was about seasons. Yes. Um, and uh, it's been exhilarating. I I can't say I um, have a defining moment in this yeah. uh, process, but um, it's it's been all around really good. So you were on the podcast before, and we did. We t- we talked about your book. Yeah. It had it was not it hadn't come out yet. Mm-hmm. It didn't even have like a release date. And then it came out, and it's beautiful. <laughs> so sh- share a little bit about your book so, to the listeners. Yes, uh, the book is a poetry book, and it's called "I Was Married," and it goes through the four, the last four seasons of the marriage. So starting in winter, ending in autumn. Um, I talk about uh, all of these emotions that we've been afraid to identify, yeah. because divorce is so dark. And no one wants to talk about it because it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, it's really uncomfortable. Exactly. And so vulnerable. So I was writing it thinking, I can't possibly be the only one who's going through this or who has felt these emotions. So um, that's what I wanted to identify in the book. And that's what I feel like I accomplished. You 100% accomplished it because it is, I mean, it, it is such an uncomfortable topic. Yeah. And that's, that's, I mean, that's partially why I have this podcast too, to just like, normalize these feelings you know to say like this is this is what I experienced this is what I went through but each each of the poems is almost like I mean it it is what you were feeling and how you were feeling at the time so it kind of goes chronologically through the healing process and even deciding to go through with the divorce I mean all of that it's like the breakdown of the marriage really yeah there was you know a poem where I'm saying stay 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 let's work it out yeah and then in one of the final seasons I'm saying stay 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 away I Mm. can't go through this any further and yeah you know I use some language that isn't technically a part of my everyday vernacular but I'm like I'm sorry God I'm saying these things but this is how I really feel because this is the reality and I know that you love me and you're strong enough to take it and this is how the situation is so that's what I wrote about and it's so good it's so good so we got that little like I mean I I really cannot I I can't recommend this book enough to people that are going through divorce and then also have gone through it because it's it really just helps us look back and think wow I really went through 
all of that healing as well. But in this particular episode, we're talking about sharing your story and how to do that after that that acute pain is done. How do we accurately um, share what happened, whether we share what happened or or whether we choose not to talk about it at all? And you've done something where you've chosen to share mm-hmm. <laughs> very openly, um, not necessarily about what happened, but what your feelings were and how um, how it affected you. In regards to what happened, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But um, what I think is interesting is in your book doesn't, you don't necessarily talk about what happened. Right. I think we, ha- we have these opportunities to share, yeah. to give glory to God. And I just want to hear how, really why did you choose to share number one of course people um wanted to hear the what happened because they wanted to justify something on my part which Mm. of course isn't anyone's place but of course they're trying to relate to me which I understand and respect okay um after everything was final some people even stopped talking to me or stopped saying hi stopped following me or kept following me to keep tabs um, like that, on social media yeah. or like, okay. Yeah. And that hurt because there's no message of hope in that, in mm. that scenario. And it was really isolating and you know, I'm still a human and I still feel and love the people that I was once mm. close to. So losing that community was hard. I felt like I had, you know, my family, uh, my select few that I truly opened up to mm. and my feelings on paper. And I was so positive that, like I said, I couldn't possibly be the only 20-something who's gone through such a tragedy as divorce. Yeah. I wrote it to validate emotions, not to promote divorce. Um, I wrote it to mend an open wound, and I feel like that's what I did in my own yeah. life. So um, divorce is such a hard topic, and it will never not be a hard topic. Yeah. But I found the hope. I mm-hmm. found the light at the end of the tunnel. And there were days I couldn't see it at all. Totally. So, um, yeah, I think it's interesting. Like, there, there was definitely a time for me where I shared with people, not publicly, but individually, yes. where I would share with people to justify something to myself. Yes. You know, I think we go through that season of our, our motive behind sharing is to justify, yeah. to say like, nope, I was in the right. I was in the right. I didn't do anything wrong. Or, or this is how bad it was that, that led me to it. And, um, and we go through, we go through those seasons, I think. And I think that that's pretty normal. Absolutely. Um, but we do have to, to be able to share well and to be able to share honoring, we have to come through that. And, um, and I see that that's what you've done where you're not, you're not sharing this story or this book and you're not sharing your story to somehow justify no. this divorce for yourself or for other people. <clears throat> Certainly not. This was a one-on-one conversation with God and yeah. I'm like exhausted. My bones are aching and I'm crying and my, you know, eyes are red. Yeah, totally. And I'm saying, it's so real. God, I hate that I'm saying this, but will you still love me? Am I just going to ruin my life mm. through this? Like, what? what's going to happen? What am I going to do now? And I felt like he touched my face and yeah. said, Sweetheart, I'm never... What made... Who told you you were <laughs> naked? In the Bible, you know, when yeah. Adam and Eve were like, I- I'm naked in the... Who told you you were naked? Who told you yeah. these things? Oh, my gosh. Well, it's shame. Absolutely. Like, that's the thing. It's the it's the shame that keeps us quiet and it's the shame that also like 
keeps us keeps us from sharing well and keeps us from sharing the story well right and like and from moving on I mean shame is just the worst you Let's know, be honest. I had a conversation with a friend once. Um, she has a teenage daughter and she was having struggles in her relationship with her. And she goes, I just don't know what to do with my daughter. Mm. And I was maybe 20 at the time. Yeah. And I said, well, I think, no, I shouldn't say anything because, you know, I'm not a mother. And she goes, excuse me, who, who told you you were <laughs> naked? I, please speak to me. Tell me. <laughs> you have a different perspective. You wow. have a different persona. Tell me what, what could I do? What should I do? You know, please, so you know, I good. open this relationship yes. to um, receive advice, to receive healing, to receive perspective. Yep. So in the book, I wanted to say, you know, or at the book release party, I said, I recognize that a lot of you have not been divorced, but what elements did you draw from this yeah. book that you could relate to? Yep. And someone said, oh, well, I had this or I had this in my life or I had to grieve a family yeah. member, so on and so forth. And it's dark emotions being brought to light and yes. in light these pains can be illuminated and healing can take place i think one of the most brilliant things i've ever read and it was in a novel that i read when i was like 11 mm-hmm. it said you know when you go to turn on lights do you first chase out the shadows in a dark room no the light does that for you mm-hmm. so just move towards that light that light in my life of course being jesus christ yeah so that's what I did. Just walk towards him. He'll take care of the rest. He'll chase out the shadows. He'll chase out, mm, you know, that's really the people good. who just want to keep tabs or want yeah. to make this um, a scenario for gossip. You yeah. know, um, it was perspective. Yeah. So it's not you're not managing their perceptions of your story. Yes. You're just doing your story. You know, it's easy to say "woe is me," but it takes an extraordinary amount of strength to be hurt and say this is me despite what happened I'm not a victim yeah I, I don't want to play a victim I want to play a victor come on so and and, and I am <laughs> so good yes so I was determined to make that the theme of the book because it's the harder route and yeah if that's... that's what I chose then God would arm me with what I needed for that battle yeah so if you kind of came in with this mentality, I'm not being the victim, I'm the victor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come in with this tone, but then still be honest with the fact that sometimes you felt like a victim. Yeah. And so like showing that well in in the words that you chose and in all of that. I mean, I think I think you did a really, really excellent job of being so honest with sometimes feeling that way, you know, because we, we do feel like the victim sometimes but then coming out of that time we need to we need to show accurately that that's not the route we're choosing yes. you know what I mean and which is why I chose the language that I did in some scenarios um I I said you know I've I've cried my eyes out in front of my husband and it didn't make a dang difference <laughs> thank you for not swearing yeah my podcast. <laughs> you know my, my language is different in the book but I'm like I I feel these things yeah and, and they're real and I don't want to fluff it up to validate someone's comfort because there's nothing comfortable about this situation yeah yeah I think that the, the tone that you use is very is just incredibly honest mm-hmm. um and that's something that I really that I do struggle with sometimes in in sharing my own story about being so accurate about 
the hopelessness that I felt because I'm so wanting to bring hope. And you know, at the the very, like the last sentence of your book is there is hope. And I was like, girl, come on. (laughs) You're darn right there is. Because, um, but, but in the beginning of your story, it doesn't feel that way for you. Or at least that's what you're showing that it doesn't quite feel that way. So I want to, I do want to hear a little bit more about the tone that you chose and kind of the way that you, you chose to, um, yeah, the the tone that you chose to use in, in your sharing. Sure. So I wanted it to be more about grief rather than a, he said, she said, he said, she said. Um, so I chose the seasons to represent my stages of grief Mm -hmm. in winter. I felt isolated and frozen and like nothing was ever going to thaw and, in spring I'm putting up these orange cones of construction around my heart because no one's going to get through yeah you know I I don't want to talk about this I don't want people to see right through me I'm in so much pain all the time um and in summer we get to that depression yeah that um slow ease into acceptance and it wasn't an easy acceptance but then in autumn there's the full acceptance and the redemption of that season because it has to resolve, you know. Mm-hmm. If if I'm looking back in my life in 40 years and this is what I remember, this small season, then what did I do? I was yeah, totally. Yeah, looking at the wrong things, you know. The the yeah. theme was I I willed myself to move forward. I yeah. knew what I was experiencing, but I was determined I cannot stay here for my own health, the health of my future, and and all who's going to play a part in my future. Yeah. So talk a little bit about why you chose not to bring his voice. Sure. So you can only speak for yourself. You can try and speak for those who can't speak for themselves. Mm -hmm. But truthfully and factually, you can only speak for yourself and you can't extend someone else's heart and tent and motive. And it's really easy to do that with, with divorce, I think, because we can say like, this is what my intent was. His was different. But Absolutely. like, you know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. really easy to do that. And, well, exactly like what we said a little bit earlier. It's easy to extend um, your justifications yeah. in regards to what happened. But it's it's harder to stay silent. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to think thoroughly about reputation. Hmm. For example... Someone in high school um, was talking to a friend of mine and said, oh, Joy, I heard she's really mean. And my friend went, what? Excuse me? You cannot possibly be talking about the same Joy. (laughs) There's no, 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 you're thinking of someone else. She's like, oh, oh, maybe I am. Maybe, maybe I am. Yeah. I wanted to be thought of as someone who could not possibly say an ill word about someone else. Yeah. You know, that's not my character. That's not who I am. That's not how I was raised. Yeah. I want to speak life. Yeah. I, you know, what happened happened. And we could talk about it all day if we wanted to. But the truth is, it's over and what happened happened. And I don't want to live in that state of, he said this and I said this and he said this and I said, you know, it's just, it was a circle. It was a circle. It was producing nothing and it was going nowhere. Yeah. So I just wanted it to be a perspective of a validation of feelings and Mm. the grief and the process to get to the hope because I knew it was there it was there yeah hope remains yes it totally does and I think so uh, kind of a way that a way that I choose to share my story um I talk 
um, I talk about the facts of like what happened. And I think it's, it's, it's okay to do that. Um, but not bring that intent or not, um, yeah, not, not bring the intent of somebody else's words into it. Cause like my, my ex-husband isn't speaking for himself. Your ex-husband isn't speaking for himself in this. Um, I, I share there was an affair that I didn't know about for as long as our marriage happened, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) for, for five and a half years. And I don't even know when it started. And, um, and that, that's like the, the fact of it. And, um, and I think it's okay to do that. It's interesting that in your book, I mean, it's, it's very, it's, it's, it's poetry. So there's this, the beauty of, of, um, each poem having sort of a different meaning and like a different perspective, which is so cool. But, but we, we don't really know what happened. Right. You know, I mean, I, um, and I think that that's, that's a really beautiful aspect of your book. Um, that leaves us kind of like wondering at the beginning and then later, later towards the end, we don't care. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. (laughs) It makes perfect sense. I would say I, you know, process through writing, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I would tell someone, write out. a journal. Yeah. Get out a journal. Even if you're, if you have never done it before. Write out, out your story, yeah. write out how you feel, and then look at it, step back, and think about it from a few different perspectives. Think, how can I say what I'm thinking and feeling in fewer words? How can I get to the point um, in a yeah. clear and respectful way? How can I say things more respectfully? Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you don't have to show honor yeah. to, you know, the person that you've been so hurt by, but respect, yeah. that should be involved in the narrative. Yeah. If there's a motive of wanting to hurt them, mm-hmm. I think that that's a real... That's Stay a, silent. That's a great opportunity to practice forgiveness. Absolutely. To continue to practice forgiveness. Because I think of forgiveness as like a highway that yeah. we just have to remain on and we cannot... Yes. We can't do the... We can't exit off of it. People think it's just, you know, a choice and, oh, I forgive them and now it's, it's Or like a destination. Like, and you know, sometimes, sometimes it is for some people and... That's great. I applaud that and I love the heart of those people who could just do that yeah (laughs) and that's not me right you know so uh, you know every now and then things will still come up and I'm like no yeah fist in the air no yeah (laughs) that's not going to be the word of my heart that's not going to be the song on my lips yeah I no I want to be respected so how can I um receive that if I'm also not uh giving that yeah, that's so that's so good. Yeah. I think that that's amazing. So talk a little bit about what you would encourage somebody to do that is maybe writing mm-hmm. or not writing, even just in sharing their story with an individual or sharing their story publicly, whatever it is. What advice would you give them? First, take a season in the background. You know, yeah. take take some time to care for your tender heart. You know, it's it's been through a lot. Bruises need to heal and scar yeah. tissue needs to uh, develop. Um, write your story. Go back in a different mood on a different day. Yeah. Rewrite it. <laughs> Go back on a different day at a different time in a different mood and rewrite it again. Mm-hmm. In a different place sometimes, yeah, you know. Yeah, Just getting a different perspective, a different... Exactly. Seek different mentorship. Yes. Uh, whether that's a parent. You know, I had um, both my parents are really close to me, brother and sister, yeah. uh, mentors in my life, pastors, therapists. Yeah. You know, I highly encourage 
anything in, in that realm of influence. Um, and then think, how do I want to be talked about in this scenario? Because it's it's going to happen. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, I think the high road is always promoting respect. Yeah, totally. So, um, respect for that other person and respect for kind of everybody right. involved. Right. You know, it's just the golden rule. Yeah. Treat people how you want to be treated. Totally. Yeah. And and when we're healing and before we're asking now what, we have these we have these moments of not wanting to respect at all. Mm-hmm. You know, like that that anger is real and that's an emotion that we have to go through. That's a step in the grief process. But what we're talking about here is kind of that after that pain is done, after that, all of that has happened. Sometimes the only way to get through it is to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I think actually all the time. <laughs> like, you just have to go through it and you just have to, like, keep keep going. We all have to go through the trial period, the totally. first few weeks of work. You know, yeah, every, every scenario, there's a learning curve. Yeah. And it's whether or not you want to adapt to that. I could easily sit and wallow in this um time of oh this happened and this happened and this is how I was treated and so on um but what good does that serve I can I can only look forward Mm -hmm. you know when people say oh you can look back and reflect no I'm just gonna keep looking forward you know um I wrote about what happened in real time yeah so I don't need to constantly look back and and reflect oh this happened at this time you know no I'm just gonna keep Mm-hmm. Um, but you creating. had taken that time to do that. And I think it's like, it's good to process that, but you don't have to stay there. Of course. Like processing it is like putting it away eventually. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what you've done. But then you've given, in a sense, kind of a blueprint of what that process was for you yeah. in this book, which is so cool. But you don't have to keep doing that all the right. time. How are you not bitter? Which is... <laughs> just Jesus you know I think um forgiveness is letting go of the hope for a better past you're Mm. not going to rewrite the past but you can recreate the future Mm. so um it took a lot of um time alone and time in worship and time writing and saying this is not going to be the theme of my story it's just not it has to be it has to be hope and it has to be redemption yeah um someone just told me this morning I just I see this as a season of redemption Hmm. so willing yourself to move forward and Mm -hmm. um yeah constantly being in constant commune with Jesus so good because the closer you get to him the further you are from the things of your mind you know it's so easy to get trapped in that uh, small space, but looking into the eyes of Jesus, yeah, is endless. So practically, what does like worship look like for you? How do you spend time with the Lord? Right, putting on um, worship music with yeah. positive confessions. Mm-hmm. You are Lord. You are doing a new thing. I can't say there's a specific song. It's just words that honor Jesus okay I'm a worsy person yeah you are (laughs) if something's confessing and he shall reign forever and ever and ever yeah that's what I want to confess that's what I want to show song song it's so good and I know I know you're a Hillsong fan yes or have you been have you been able to listen to Hillsong yes okay Uh, you know because I I met my ex at uh, Hillsong College yeah 
Um, we attended there together. Yeah, I still love Hillsong. Okay. I that's something I reclaimed. <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah, I had to say, um, these are my streets. Yeah, these are my streets yep. too. I've mm-hmm. lived here too. Yeah. I'm walking these streets. Yeah. I am listening to this music. And you have every right to. Absolutely, yeah. I had experiences <laughs> that were my own. You have experiences that yeah, are yours. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Um, they in the, I guess I can't remember which uh, what the album's called, but they have like a lot of old songs that they've kind of redone and it's just yeah the doxology yes yeah the doxology is in there and then um yeah awake my soul has been my that's been my jam recently I'm just like always singing that to myself awake my soul anyway I listened to that on the way here Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I love this um I love this this desire and this call that you have to remain unbitter and remain um honoring to him but then also to your lord the Lord it's so good it's so good so what's next for you um I gotta work on this uh pain I've been having in my uh wrist and arm because (gasps) oh my gosh are you serious (laughs) you're engaged you guys she just pulled out her hand shut the front door joy are you kidding me why would I be kidding you Ah! I had no I I freaking idea. When did you just put that on? Uh, It was in my back pocket. Shut up! So it happened yesterday. No way! (laughs) Oh my god, I need to hug you. I'm so happy for you. Oh my gosh. So we hung out. We hung out with our photographer friends yesterday. So they, they captured some photos that are pretty, pretty, pretty. <laughs> that is so yeah. good. You're like casually saying like, oh yeah, we're talking about the future. I'm like. Because I wanted your reaction. <laughs> On and I, oh my gosh. This yeah. is so good. So that's next. That's next. Ellie, it's, <gasps> yeah, yeah. It, it feels, it feels like, it feels like my heart is finally safe again. You know, like, oh, all the emotions. <laughs> it, oh, my gosh. It feels joy. like I can breathe deep because I put my heart in the arms of a savior who only wants good and prosperous things for me. And my, my fiance feels like this resting state of joy, this resting state of peace. Oh, oh emotions. <laughs> I got to say, it's something I've never experienced before, and that's funny because I've been married but it's something I've never experienced before I I expected you know fun and excitement some bickers or disagreements Mm -hmm. but I don't think I ever expected stability because I've I've never known that yeah so that's what's next (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) I'm so happy for you tissues oh wow this is that is just incredible I am so so happy thank you I'm so happy for you in this story and in the way that you've surrendered to to the Lord um in this it's not about your your asking what's next wasn't about just like who's the next guy right and if it becomes like that that's when rebounds happen that's where we continue going in the same cycle and um and that can be really unhealthy. And so this 
Um, this series is not about getting back into the next relationship, but that happens. Yeah. And that's beautiful after we've done the hard work. Yes. And, um, and of course, that hard work can happen in the context of being in a new relationship because a lot comes up. And oh my gosh, I'm so <laughs> happy for you. So, Do you guys have a date? No, we're thinking sometime in March. So soon. Soon. Yeah. That's the best. Yeah, neither of us want anything like, you know, big or crazy yeah. or anything. We just want our closest family. That so. is the best. Yeah. You're getting married. <laughs> getting married. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so happy for you. God Thank is you. so good and he has only good things for us, for you, for the listeners. I mean, he just genuinely cares about redemption in every aspect of our life. And I think that a lot of that is remarriage too. It can be. Yes. And you just, you need to look at God from the perspective of he's not the one that wants to hurt you. Mm -hmm. To acknowledge a savior, you also have to acknowledge there is an enemy who is you know, mission is to hurt, harm, and destroy. Yeah, and that is not God. Yes, <laughs> Like, yes. that is not God's plan. So he's reaching out with the most loving arms saying, I am here to restore. I'm here to redeem. So I sent this <laughs> engagement picture to my friend Jacqueline, and she goes, the word I got was redemption. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's your that's season. the message. Yeah, can I ask how your, how your fiancé Yes feels about you sharing your story what is his perspective on that I mean he's not here to share for himself yeah I feel like if it was a message of what was me and you know this happened and divorce 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 um it would be um quite a different response Mm -hmm. but it's a message of hope redemption love and Jesus because Jesus is the center of my story not divorce divorce is not my lord divorce (laughs) is not my identity it is not yeah I'm not wearing skin of shame. Come on. This is a message yeah. of look at how God can take any situation and meet you in the center of yeah. it and revive it. There's a poem in my book where I'm saying, I feel like I am drowning. So what do you do? You give 30 chest compressions, two rescue mm, breaths. Yeah. 30 chest compressions, two rescue breaths. And yeah. at the point where I'm like, I don't want to be resuscitated anymore. But look at what he did yeah. on the third day. Yeah. <laughs> come on yeah that's so so good it it was this revive of hope and love Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's what he sees in this storytelling yeah yeah. and this testimony it's not just a um uh you know remembrance of this tragedy yeah it is a story of hope yeah that's so good that's amazing because because he could so easily, or you could easily, I could pretend like we were never married. Yeah, you know, like we would maybe mention it to some to, um, you know, a, a date or something, or you know, you you could have mentioned it to him, like, yeah, I was married before, but you're still choosing to share the story because of the 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 beauty and the resurrection and the redemption that God had for you there yes and so it's actually giving honor and glory to God it's not honoring and glorifying divorce exactly it's saying no I do want to share this because it's how the Lord brought me through it's how the Lord healed me and um and his glory and his his beauty in it and then continuing to move forward and it's not just staying there Mm -hmm. yeah oh I love that (laughs) girl so, so many good things happening. Yes. Praise the Lord. 
I'm so happy for you. Thank you. So flipping happy. How did he, how did he do it? So we went out with our photographer friends Mm -hmm. yesterday and, um, this friend of mine, her name is Andrea, um, Andrea Vuletta. She, um, is another blogger in Minneapolis Mm -hmm. and her and I become really good friends. And she's like, yeah, you know, we've been wanting to shoot some more stuff for our, you know, photography, blog and business. Do you guys want to post for a few photos? I'm like, oh, heck yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And I thought, could this be it? Could this be it? But there was so much more leaning against, no, I don't think so, you yeah. know? But it was constantly a jog in my mind of maybe and maybe not. Yeah. And so then the, the night before <laughs> the location changed, I'm like, no, yeah, no, say, yeah. yeah, no, this is, they just want to shoot some pictures. So um, we went out with them. We were at the Millennium Hotel in that oh, nice. um, beautiful dome area where the, yeah. the city skyline is. Yeah. And so they're like, all right, now stand hip to hip and look in opposite directions. And they yeah. have like this code word, snow. Yeah. And so she's like, oh, look at the snow. Look at the snow. 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 <laughs> and I felt his weight drop. Oh! And I just look up. I'm like, I can't look. I can't look. I can't look. I can't look. <laughs> and so I turn to him and he's red in the face for a oh second. My gosh. And I'm staring at him. And then Andrea shouts, Patrick, ask. And so he's like, marry me. Oh, my gosh are you serious yeah <laughs> that is so the best so <laughs> i wish all of my listeners could see her face right now it is just like beaming it is just beaming if only this was a video podcast <laughs> someday oh my gosh praise god my face hurts <laughs> yeah and so does your hand because this ring mm-hmm. is so beautiful oh my gosh i love it yeah and you have the the manicure. Yeah, I it. did. I thought. Well, I mean, you have to just in case. You're just gonna in be. Case. You're gonna be showing off this ring. You Forever. Have some gorgeous nails. Heck yeah. <laughs> Girl, is there anything else that you wanted to share? Talk about? I felt like there was so much, but we covered so much we ground did. here. We did cover a ton of ground. Yeah, I love what you're doing, Ellie. I'm excited Thank for you. what's next for you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I, I, I just love what you're doing. You have potentially more work I mean as a as somebody who is a big fan of your poetry can we be expecting more things maybe you can't I think there's good chances okay oh okay very good chances (laughs) (laughs) that makes me very excited Mm -hmm. I love that thank you so much for being here I'm so excited congratulations (laughs) thank you thank you guys so much for listening this episode was so fun because she's engaged and I said about a million times I'm so happy for you I'm so happy for you because I genuinely am so happy for joy she is so deserving of this and of course we all are of redemption we're all deserving of redemption because of what Jesus did on the cross thank you guys so much for listening go follow joy follow what she's doing you can find her you can find her social media and um, all of that information in the show notes. You should go buy her book, I Was Married. Um, It's on Amazon. It's really anywhere you buy books, in Barnes & Noble. It's an incredible book of poetry. But be encouraged. Remember, there is healing and there is redemption in Jesus. And there's always hope, because hope is my middle name. We'll see you next week.